to my pilot episode of my new podcast, Labs to Riches, with your host, Natasha Marie. I am so excited to have you here because I'm really going to be diving in to all the things that I can help you to achieve as a woman in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I am so thrilled that you're here and you are listening to this pilot episode, and I can't wait to dive a bit deeper. I hope you're ready. I know I am. So welcome guys. It's so exciting to have you here. I am Natasha Marie. I'm a self-love and confidence coach for women in STEM, but I'm also a forensic scientist here in the UK. So this podcast is coming live to you and I'm very excited that you get to join me on this journey as we dive into real talks with real people in this sector and essentially I can teach you some tips and tricks that I've been using for the last few years but also the tips and tricks I've been teaching my clients to really live a life where they can thrive not just professionally but personally as well. So all of our episodes are completely unedited, which means you get the very real versions of ourselves, as well as all the guests that come onto the show. So do enjoy the hiccups along the way, but more importantly, it's for us to just show up exactly as we are, you know, in the sector we work in we have to really be on our game all the time. And I think this is just a really nice space for us to be completely ourselves and just know that it's okay not to be perfect all the time. So without further ado, I thought I would share with you a little bit about how I got into forensics and then how I got into being a self-love and confidence coach for women in this field. So I actually was 13 years old when I decided that I was going to be a forensic scientist. And I think for so many young women, they don't really know what they want to do. They don't really know where they want to go. And it just so happens that I'd had a conversation with my physics teacher. And back then, I really wanted to be a vet. And I remember him saying to me, oh, you have to be really smart to be a vet and it's a lot of hard work. And I was like, oh, okay, well, obviously I'm not, I'm not smart. So what could I do? I knew that I loved science, but I didn't know exactly how I could apply that. And it just so happens that even though he kind of poo-pooed on that idea, somehow magically, I had watched this episode on a Friday night at around nine o'clock of this woman sitting in a bathtub, trying to pull down a towel pole and trying to pull down this rail and I was like oh this is interesting what's this and before I knew it I was actually watching my very first episode of CSI and that's where the magic began (laughs) because after that I became slightly obsessed and I collected every single DVD box set every single magazine and pretty much became the biggest CSI fan of all time And it was because for the first time in so long, I was like, oh, this is so interesting. And it's so glamorous. I can't wait to wear high heels and totter around with my Starbucks and pick things up with my bare hands. Well, let me tell you guys, that's exactly what forensic science is not. (laughs) And the reason why I'm saying that is because I think we have such wonderful ideas of what the field is going to be like in any of the fields, you know, in STEM. 
and what the reality is is very different. But the reason why I wanted to share that with you is because I remember really wanting to thrive in a career which felt good for me. And it was one that I knew I loved. I'd always loved science. I was, you know, fairly good at it. I wasn't the best. I was one of those hard learners. And it always took me just that bit longer to get things. And it's so funny because I managed to get into university. And as I progressed through the three years, because in the UK it only takes three years to do a forensic scientist degree, I graduated with a 2-2 and I remember thinking to myself oh my goodness like that's not the best and maybe I should have spent more time studying than I did going out and going on holidays and drinking and whatnot but hey we live and we learn but I was really thinking to myself you know I had no clue what my next step was and it just so happens that one of my friends actually had a job in a forensic scientist role. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know, maybe I could get a job too. So I handed in my CV and managed to get myself an interview. And before you know it, I then had my very first job in the field that I went and did my degree in. And for so many people, I know that's just not the case. And I was very fortunate and I was so lucky and I was so grateful that that had happened. So let's fast forward 10 years I'm now a senior scientist in that company and I've been working there ever since. I got that interview in October all those years ago. And it's so interesting because throughout those 10 years, I've really changed as a woman. I've essentially gone from being a young girl because even though I was 21 when I got my job, I've really changed over that period of time. And the person I am now is so different to the person I was back then. And the way I see the world and see my personal progression and my professional progression is so different. And that's essentially where my story began with being a self-love and confidence coach because I knew I wanted to thrive in all areas of my life. And it got to a point where I felt that I was making sacrifices in my personal life so I could still be a forensic scientist and it was at that moment where I realized that something had to change for myself and that was personal development and that was working on myself because I knew I was burning myself out a hell of a lot overworking striving to be better striving to do more and my personal life was taking a huge hit and I actually dipped my toes into the coaching world when I'd actually gone through a breakup. And it's from there that I realized, oh my goodness, that this is exactly, this is exactly what I needed so I could do two things and be really excited about it. I actually could enjoy being a forensic scientist, but I could also really enjoy being able to take some time for myself And I think that's something that we just don't do. We don't do that often. And as a result, we then end up questioning so much. We question who we are. We question what we want. And this is where I now help women all over the world find that balance between 
personal and professional so they can thrive in all areas of their life. So one of the things I have learned for myself is actually allowing yourself time for yourself and being in that space where you can step back and step away when you need to. And I'm not saying leave your job. I mean, step back and take some time for yourself because it's through me working on myself that I'm now able to sit and talk to you about all the things I've done. And we're going to be hearing from some incredible women in the STEM sector, how they've transformed their lives and how they've transformed themselves through self-love and confidence. Because one of the things I'm really passionate about is getting women to love themselves more. Because I definitely didn't love myself. And if you're sitting here and thinking to yourself, I don't really love myself that much either, then do stay tuned for the other episodes to come because I'm going to be diving into how you can actually do that. And I used to have huge confidence. Like I would walk into a room and I had this air to me and then I lost that confidence and I didn't know how to get it back. And I realized that the only way I was going to get that confidence back was to start working on myself more. And it can be really scary, but actually it can be really exciting When you take the time to work on you, you develop on a completely different level and your rate of transformation is exponential because you actually are doing more for yourself than you probably ever had. Because for women in our sector, you know, in the STEM sector, you, regardless of what anyone says, you know, the field is as such where you have to show up perfectly. You know, we are basing our end results on everything we do from, you know, making sure we have the correct things going out to our clients to making sure we have the correct things sent to our students. You know, everything has to be on point all the time. And you then feel that you have to take that perfect world into your personal world and then when you don't necessarily have the best relationship with yourself you start to criticize yourself you start to self-sabotage good relationships you start to live in this world where you bash yourself for not being standard operating procedure worthy like that's ridiculous and I say that with so much oomph and power because it really is because that's how I was living my life. I felt that I had to be perfect in all areas of my life. And let me tell you, I am definitely not perfect and nobody is perfect, but it's about finding, it's about finding that perfect balance for you, finding the perfect balance, something which allows you to be in true alignment to where you are and where you want to be so that you can thrive and be healthy, wealthy, and happy because I am a firm believer in making sure you have everything you need to progress in all areas of your life, because that is something I now teach women all over the world to do, because I know what that means to have for yourself, to be able to actually have a good relationship with your partner, 
to have a good working relationship with your colleagues, to having a career you love and want to wake up and go to. You know, one of the things I'd always said to myself, the minute you stop loving going to work, you need to look for a new job. And I firmly believe that still to this day. And it's about really making the right moves for yourself so that you can do whatever you want. And we're going to be diving into so many topics. You know, we're going to be talking about, you know, work-life balance. We're going to be talking about pay. We're going to be talking about how women feel after having children, you know, personal, personal things that come up in life and professional things that come up in life where, you know, you struggle with colleagues, where you struggle with having that relationship, like I said, and it's all going to be solely based around self-love and confidence. And if that is something which is ticking all the boxes, then you can always head over to my Instagram, which is Natasha underscore Marie underscore coaching, where you can learn some more tips and tricks and you can see what I actually look like. Or you can head over to natashamarielifecoaching.com so you can find more resources there as well. And This is the space and time for you to start to live your life exactly as you want to live it. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into today's pilot episode. I hope you've learned a little bit about me and you've learned a little bit about what you want for yourself. To allow yourself to show up exactly as you want to and know that you really can have the balance between professional life and personal life. I'm so excited to catch you on the next episode. Take care. Much love. Bye.